Today's episode of the Westworld Theorycast is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, CuffLinks.com. Head on over to CuffLinks.com and use code DVR20 to save 20% off your order. No minimum, baby. CuffLinks has everything you need to look good when you step out into the world. The world is opening up. You need to look good. You're going to events. You're going to weddings. You're going to parties. And you know what? You need to head on over to cufflinks.com and accessorize, baby. They got everything you need, and there's always specials. Just check the front page. Go on over to cufflinks.com now. Use code DVR20 and save. Thank you, Cufflinks. Hello. Welcome to the Fact Daddy Experience. I'm your inimitable host, the Fact Daddy, and uh, this is going to be about Westworld Season 4, Episode 1, The Auguries. Um, I'm not going to really do this in a linear fashion, uh, so whatever. Hey man, you know, do it how you do it, baby, just keep doing it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think Miwad is a pretty awesome character, uh, if that is an obvious Aqua Teen Hunger Force representing, uh, you know how we do, baby, we get down every damn day. <laughs> anyway, so, this is supposed to take place seven years later, right? And, I mean, initially, my reaction to that time skip I was kind of (laughs) pissed because I understand there's budget constraints and there's all these constraints but at the same time you're just like yo after the ending of that last season I mean I guess the time skip is uh the deus ex machina of uh multi-layered and multifaceted storytelling meaning like there's so many elements at play simultaneously that in order to air out the story, so to speak, you got to kind of have a break in how you approach things. Because, I mean, this show does go at breakneck pace um, with a lot of information flying around. And, uh, you know, so maybe it was just like a gap breather thing. But, I mean, it could also work out extraordinarily well. But, you know, it's, uh, considering the, the breadth of the world that they're representing, it's a smart move. I mean, not that I'm any fucking body to even say that, but from my perspective in this universe, uh, as an observer who enjoys the West world, we're just saying it is the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that and, um, you know, it's a very complicated thing because you got to think about the logistics as well. You, you can't just write whatever the fuck you want. I mean, you could, but, you know, if you're trying to have it made on TV, you know, you have to understand how to work within the limitations that accompany that, you know, um, I mean, it definitely forces higher levels of creativity into play. You know, people start getting real inventive with shit when they're challenged. 
you know, like a lot of the older music, um, they were challenged to try to get certain sound effects, certain things, certain techniques, you know, cutting tape and taping it together. I mean, they did all sorts of crazy shit, um, you know, going for effects before the technology came. Like the technology is just a byproduct of a yearning towards a certain action that someone wanted to take and wasn't capable of doing until the technology like you know altered the playing field I didn't say evened it out or you know any other thing altered you know playing field was a certain way now it's another way (laughs) that's all I mean because I mean wow sometimes you know it's easy to misconstrue someone like me who has a hard time staying on topic. And the topic is the seven years later. Okay, so Dolores is now Christina. It should have been like Dolores. Nah, <laughs> I was going to say some uh, crazy shit. And I, I called myself because, you know, I realized that uh, here on a Thack Daddy experience, you, you, you do get a certain... Uh, limited sharing of my full perspective because you know I have no interest in having strangers crucify me just because I have a completely different point of view based on my education conditioning gender socioeconomic status and place on the planet earth so you know I don't like to be tripping like that baby Mm -mm. indeed so first of all you know I watched some of the like post show lingo. I mean, you know, the conversations and discourse regarding the episode, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and the thing is, I don't think Christina is human. Okay. And I'm jumping way ahead, but basically, I feel like Christina is a host. And I feel like she. She's got, like, basically the same sort of powers that uh, Maeve has. You know, the ones where she can get the other host to do what she wants. Except she's doing it unconsciously. And when the hosts play the game, because they're drawn to it because of the programming, when they read or they play her game something in their programming triggers them back to when they were in actual Westworld and that fucks with them like that guy Peter who kept coming after her and you know he killed himself and all this crazy shit it's because Dolores now Christina is acting using Maeve like powers to fuck everything up that's my theory anyway Uh, I'll get to why maybe I don't know um one of the things I couldn't really understand is why Maeve would be like MIA for seven years I mean yeah I guess when you would cause the breakdown of the planet however temporarily you know you might not want to be out there but I mean she's still a host so you know like I thought the objective was to try to get to her daughter. So unless 
she was just trying to find somebody. I don't understand the the, uh, the Maeve angle for the seven year time skip at all. Like I, I have a real hard time processing that particular thing because you know I do love the character. Um, I don't understand why she wasn't like, you know, trying. Like, did she think that the key was destroyed and she'd never see her daughter again? She, you know, she didn't seem like on that scale. So I don't know what the story is. So that's what they do with that to me is big. It's interesting. And it would be big because I, I just don't fucking get it as of like the first episode of the season. I don't know what the fuck she was doing. You know, so anyway. Um, you know, seeing the man in black show up again, there's that Mave thing going on. Like, I think that the dude was a host and didn't even know it. Like somehow he got reprogrammed and was living out in the world. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he was just a normal human guy. But, you know, I feel like he there's that host manipulating host, host killing host type thing going on, uh, both between um, Christina and Peter and, and the people who are hosts who play the game and get triggered by the game as well as, uh, you know. Whatever shit I was just talking about, like, <laughs> you know, that's like it's playing out again. Like William, the man in black, did the shit to the dude, you know, like the dude killed himself, you know, like he wanted to be free. But it's like, was he a host? You know what I'm, I'm saying? It's like I feel like it's a lot of host on host killing going on. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm being dead ass serious. Anyway. Um, so, you know, uh, you see Caleb seven years later. I mean, he's still like working this job, except he don't got the robot to hang out with him no more. Um, cause of everything that happened. Um, what surprises me is that like, you know, you had that whole insight society everything all information leaked everywhere type thing and somehow his wife um doesn't get him like how could you not get this dude uh you know his all his information's out there you know he was mind fucked by by the system by the military you know, you had the whole backstabbing, killing thing going on. And, you know, one asshole is behind all that shit. And you're just like, what? You know? So his wife had to know he was shot out, you know, because she thinks he's weird. He's trying to teach his kid how to use guns and shit. And, like, you know, uh, not for nothing. Learning how to do things is useful. I'm not advocating weaponry whatsoever. However,. You know, if you were in a plane and it crashed in some mountains or some shit and you knew how to fucking like, you know, take a stick to make a knife or make another, you know, a sharper stick and kill things and then break their bones and make their bones weapons and then survive out in the, you know, that's some useful shit, man. Like, I don't think we're taught a lot of useful shit. Like a lot of people aren't even taught how to cook. 
Like cooking is a useful thing. If you get divorced or you, you break up, whatever happens to you, whoever cooks for you when you were younger and, you know, you, things change in your life, knowing how to cook is a great fucking thing. So knowing, you know, knowing how to do shit is useful. Uh, and it is a little weird, but at the same time, come on, man. You had this file from the Insight Riot. Come on. <laughs> um, at this point, I, I don't know, you know, I don't really care who he married. Like, you know, they show him and, you know, he has a black wife and a mixed race child and, you know, okay. Um... I still don't even know why she would have married him. Because, I mean, you see the insight file. Homeboy crazy. He's not a bad dude. But, I mean, you know, when you're in that world, there's a lot of pain in that world. You, When, you you know, you've taken lives. It's not even like you beat a guy up or something. Like, you've killed. You just have a different... Your whole world view is not in alignment with the average individual. But anyway, Caleb's doing whatever, so he's doing all right. Um, I like this quote that Christina's friend said. She said, art is a lie that tells the truth, honey. <laughs> or maybe better like this. Art is a lie that tells the truth, honey. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which one was better. I don't really care. Great quote, though, because it's totally true. I mean, especially with this show. I mean, it's ultra contemporary. Like, it's bordering on some kind of postmodern shit, you know? Like, just leaping into postmodernity. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, that's like how the, the episode rolls out. Like, with these, like, you know, how they do it. They click, cut to different characters and shit um but I'm dying to see how all this weird shit unfolds cause like uh I feel like you know this this even the way the episode started like when they did the time skip I can't lie man it's like it was a little confusing and somewhat disorienting which I, I found interesting um it's almost like this show plays like music and you know um just like with any band you know at a certain point in their evolution they're gonna lose a lot of people um but they're gonna gain like way more than that but you know like they come out with that first season and you're like what is this shit and then they, they, you know, second season, like, whoa. But the second season really felt more like a second season. Like, they were more connected um, thematically and otherwise. But I felt like season three and now even what I'm seeing from season four, they're doing, you know, something different. Um, and, I, I mean, I like it. Um when I finally caught on that it was a time lapse or time skip or whatever the fuck, I was like, oh, so they're building the world in reverse. You start from uh, where things, you know, landed, and then you work your way back through. And that's where, you know, there's a ton of excitement, but also you're going to be like, dude, they got to, what is this? Like, you know, 
it's kind of hard because you got to recall all the points that you touched on and then touch on them again. So I don't know. I mean, from a writer's perspective, I you know, you got to be into a deep flow. And then, like, you know, you got to write the shit. Don't look at it for, like, a month or two. And then you got to, like, read it over and over and over to just, like, try to grasp any inconsistencies that you did not intend um because inconsistencies are great because they are they they're demonstrative of the human being we are not consistently anything we we might have a certain tempo and you know whether angry sad or joyful you know deviate from that tempo up or down um this is another thing entirely but anyway um it was weird this whole time skip thing so i you know it's some confusion to me i was like uh i I don't know you know how this is going to play out um oh yeah so (laughs) um yeah i already went through a whole bunch of stuff about this whole thing with uh with Caleb and, and you know the issues with the, this is married life it's just like dude like you remember insight remember all that crazy shit that happened you know all about me <clears throat> so like you know uh I was a part of that, and uh, I helped make that happen. Um, I mean, unless he didn't tell her, but it wouldn't matter because you see his file, man. Everyone's exposed. That was the whole point. Everyone, you know, not unless he was protected. I I did not take a note of him being protected uh, from having his information divested or uh, spread out disseminated whatever the fuck you know so for me it was like a a Bill Burr moment because I think Bill Burr is funny and that does not mean I agree with everything he says in jest um but you know it was a moment where I'm like dude like the wife is telling him you know like kind of egging him on to be normal she's like oh there's no there's nothing outside like this guy is trained to know if someone is outside and if they are a threat he knows how to eliminate them you should know that much about him just from the insight file incident like come on man you really gonna like get on this guy's case saying he's paranoid if he thinks he hears some shit his hearing's way better than yours because he's used it to stay alive while motherfuckers are trying to kill him and he was killing people. So come on, Gus. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Seriously. It's just dumb. So yeah. Um, there's that stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I don't deal well with like that. Those particular little things, like you know, um, 
like it's 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 nice and all but you know like okay what what's next and you know he's lucky that when he decided to go with Maeve after she saved you know him and his kid or whatever um you know and she's like you might die and all this stuff but I mean look man you decided to like be with this dude this dude is serious you know he got like cyborg or artificial consciousness robot people coming to the crib <clears throat> You know, showing up to the house like, yo, we got to do some business. <laughs> you know, and she didn't really need him to go, but he wanted to go because he knew he would always regret it if he did not go. But um, it's crazy, though, like the time skip, like. I don't get why what the fuck either of them were doing. I mean, yeah, I guess this guy, but it's like literally boom. Like, if the time skip is seven years, and his kid is, like, seven years, like, literally, at the end of this thing, shit did whatever it did, and instead of, like, him ruling the world or doing whatever he was supposed to do, um, homeboy just, like, hooked up with a chick, got married, and had a kid, like, boom. So that's just funny as hell. (laughs) But I mean, I guess what else were you supposed to do? Start another revolution? You know what I mean? It just doesn't work out, man. <laughs> it it just doesn't play out that way, dude. You know, um, and even when he was leaving, you know, his wife's like he just he you know he desires war. You know, like it's not a desire for war. It's just a desire to display your aptitude to thrive in an environment where you thrive um he thrives in war and in real war not in a like war of wars between a couple who's one seeks dominance over the other but he's in wars where the disagreements end fatally always So it's not it's not even uh, comparable to say that anyone desires war. I don't think anyone desires war. But I do think those with the capacity to thrive or survive in warlike conditions sense warlike conditions. So like if everything's cool and you're walking with them, they're fine. You turn a corner and they can sense somebody's like ready to yoke one of you. And he's like, stop, let's go the other way. And then you start to see someone following you. And then he ends up fucking that person up. And you're like, whoa, like, yeah, it's not spider sense or nothing. But, you know, it's called training. Like, if you learn how to listen, listening is like an amazing thing. But it's very difficult. But if your life is on the line, um, (laughs) You're not going to need a whole lot of fucking training to sit quietly and listen. You know what I mean? But anyway. So. 
it, there's just some weird stuff going on in 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 the show, man. I think it's a, like a host on a host murder deal. Um, you know. Um. Her character, Christina, says she likes non-playable characters, you know, um, and, the, you know, like I said at the, you know, I don't know, 20 minutes ago or whatever the fuck it is, uh, <laughs> you know, the whole deal with her is, man, she's pretty much like doing a subconscious Maeve mindfucked on hosts that were interjected into society for whatever reason. I have no idea. Um, it's very interesting to think that there have been hosts in human society acting as humans and even going to Westworld as humans when in actuality they were hosts. You feel me? I'm just saying, there's there's layers here and shit, you know. That's what makes the show awesome, right? Um, but I mean, I I have to see how that plays out, cause you know, if, if Christina's human, it just doesn't fucking make sense to me whatsoever. I have no idea why you're gonna look just like Dolores Abernathy. Um. Oh, mindfuck central. Teddy that was fucking cool like I have to admit like you know normally you see shows and they bring a character back and like ah fuck that man but you know she's doing her little weird dreamy thing and then you know she looks down and stepping out of the shadows is fucking Teddy and that's what I said when I saw it I said oh shit it's fucking Teddy man <laughs> it was pretty cool like I, I definitely, uh, I dig that. I dig that a lot. Um. Anyway, I digressed heavily there, but uh. Anyway, you know. One of the things I like about watching the show with English subtitles on. Is that. I get to learn the name of characters who, you know, they never get named. <laughs> you know, like uh, like some guy named Walter in the episode. He was in it for like two seconds. And the guy at the beginning, Hugo. Um, Hugo was the, the man who was like confronting uh, William. And you know, I didn't. They never said, "Hey, Hugo." Like no one called this guy Hugo, but the subtitles <laughs> show his name as Hugo. I don't. I know it's corny, but <laughs> how come like the subtitles know their name? But how the fuck are we supposed to know? Like if I never read that, I would never know that that guy's name was Hugo, and would have no idea how to go about finding out. That this guy's fucking name is Hugo. <laughs> so. You know. Like whatever man. Um, you know. Weird shit. And, I mean. We. I mean this episode was pretty weird. Uh, and. Man. That Hugo shit is hilarious though. Like I can't believe. 
I can't believe, you know. Um, anyway, oh, seeing uh, Evil Dolores, aka Charlotte Hale, in the next episode, you know, doing her evil thing. I want. Uh, I definitely want to see what the hell she's up to. Um, yeah, that that's definitely. And uh, what else? Let me see. All right, so blah blah blah. So I guess the world kind of stabilized after the insight shit. But I mean, I need to know more. How? I mean, they don't have to go deep into it or anything. But come on, man. And uh, you know, I'm not gonna say it's comparable to it um, because honestly, uh, certain things you can't compare. <clears throat> But in terms of like impact, I feel like you know this seven year thing is like the Thanos snap. You know, it's just like whoa, man, what the? I'm still, I'm still trying to figure it out because it's weird. It seems to me like uh, you know, host Charlotte, aka Dolores, is using like hosts William. You know, to help set up some kind of weird vengeance on, like, humans. <laughs> you know, and, um... Because I know William is a host. Um, but again, it's, it's, not, it's nothing ever quite definitive. But, I mean, when you do see one man bludgeoning another to death in a corner with the person standing behind the bludgeoner... Just kind of giggling. Like you would expect that he he died. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh yeah. Something that like it took me forever to pick up on. Was the fact that like. Uh, that whole thing at the beginning. Was all about like that weird little fucking land of joy. Or whatever the fuck it is. Um, that, that, you know, Maeve's daughter and everyone went to, and, you know, um, so, you know, that's like most of the thoughts, so here's just a few extra before I dip off, um, so, they were on a precipice of war in season three, Going into you know full blown war, and now you're just seeing the aftermath of war. Okay, so I feel like in each season, um, like pretty much each each season uh, implies the previous season, but then you get the shift in nuance and gravity. And consciousness and I don't know it's pretty weird uh, what is up man with Teddy Flood I don't know it's exciting anyway the, the episode was called the auguries and an augury is a sign of what will happen in the future it's an omen it's uh, where they get auspicium an auspices, one who looks or finds 
I don't know. It's like an omen uh, that can be interpreted by observing the behavior of birds. I don't know. Because in this world, aren't like birds uh, extinct or something of that nature? I'm not sure. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> Just to add to that weird point I had about Dolores slash Christina, um, I feel, again, that the stories she's writing are the various histories of Westworld hosts. Who believe there were normal humans living in society. Uh, and because she's writing those. She's using her Maeve powers. And triggering their sub, you know, subconscious. That has all that information. From when they're in Westworld. And it's like they're obeying the story. And uh, that's why Peter came after her. Anyway. I think it's going to be a pretty cool fucking season. I could definitely be wrong. I am only human and it doesn't really matter. Because ultimately you could watch and be like awesome. And I could be like lame. Or we could be like both lame or both awesome. It it doesn't matter man. I I happen to think this is one of the best TV shows ever made. Just because the content is so rich. And I do think it's ballsy of them to like do those kind of shifts. And their narrative and you know even though they have the same actors I mean it's brilliant to me um, they really fleshed out and fanned out some of these implicit concepts in the original Westworld film and just kind of ran wild with it and I, I fucking love it visually uh, intellectually uh, and I do like all the performances pretty much I don't really have many complaints my big complaint thus far is I don't get what the hell is going on with Maeve. Anyway, I'm back. That's that. Uh, peace in your habitat. Uh, I'll check you later, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to that uh, next episode, though. So, word. Anyway, Thack, Daddy's out. Peace.